we have restocked uh, a bunch of shirts that people asked us to restock. So if you go to the store, uh, it's merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. Or if you want to just go to my site, TomSegura.com, the portal will take you to the store. Whole bunch of things restocked. Water Champ, Double Pipe Classic, the Jean Hoodie, Bikes, all those are restocked. Go ahead uh, if you I, so choose. Thank you. I'll tell you that us. I wore the jean hoodie all weekend in uh, Fartnix at night, obviously, yeah. on the plane. It's so comfortable. It it's so soft. It's beautiful. And it shows the world that you're a jean. You know what I like about that one? Yeah. I mean, almost all of them are, but it's so down low. Yeah. It's not like. I know. It's not in your face. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Please enjoy <laughs> this. Palm cash. <laughs> And uh, we will... Palm cash. Palm cash. He's crazy. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next week. Thanks, Gene. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you nasty. Nasty. Why are you so nasty? Uh. She hasn't showered in three days. But that means on the good side, yeah. she's got a real stinky b-hole. Today, I thought I would play with my ass. Play with my ass. Play with my ass. Today, I thought I would play with my ass. Play with my ass. Play with my ass. Trust me, there's probably a lot of smells going on in my ass. I like stinky buttholes, though. This lady's got one. Someone can sit on my face all day with their ass. And I wouldn't mind smothering them with smelly asshole. But today, I thought I would play with my ass. Play with my ass. Play with my ass. Today, I thought I would play with my ass. Yeah. I'm gonna throw She's up. Play with my ass. She is really play with my ass. That life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got it. She's gnarly. You've got a gnarly b-hole right now. I do, I do. Run your finger along your crack <laughs> of your ass. You don't need to finger your hole. You don't want to come back with shit on your finger. Always good advice. And it's not sexual. That's the best part about it. That's the best part about pup play. It's just, it's just a bunch of guys hanging out in latex dog costumes. Yeah. Just exchanging recipes. Yeah, it's true. Swapping, um, swapping keto recipes. I feel like we're both really keyed up for today like we I'm, both are really excited you know why i'm energized because i why? i came back from fartnex and yeah. i met so many mommies and then you know they tell me things like you're the water champ you're the personality <laughs> okay. champ 
And then it inspires me to come back and just be those things uh, on the show. We'll get into that later, but there's there's more than a controversy, I would say. I okay. doubt that. No. Well, you can doubt all you want. This is a huge episode because you had I don't want to I don't want to blow what it is, but yeah. you've had quite an a, a, a past 3 days. Yeah. And for this show, it's pretty much what we're all about. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do a full hour on what happened to you, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to get into. Um, yeah. You didn't sound enthusiastic. No, no, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it was very, uh, traumatizing, very yeah. emotional. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot to, to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll it's process good. it, but that's what the show is for to process what happened. Yeah, it's true. Think of it as your therapy. I do. I do. This will be good for me. It'll be good for us as a family. <laughs> as a couple, as yeah. a family. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it. Two and you, three and you. Um, all right. Well, let's. Why don't we do a proper show open and uh, we'll myself. get into it? Yeah, we'll be proud of each other. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. And then oh. a couple years later, yeah. I actually, when I was masturbating, went to everyone in my family to see who aroused me. Oh my god! I tried my father, my mother, my children, my, oh my grandparents, god. my cousins, my siblings. And the only one who aroused me was my father. Yeah, well. <laughs> this shit is big time! Who is Randy? <laughs> Don't bring anyone mother to this. No <laughs> mother in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house <laughs> with Tom Segura. Tom, Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. Yeah. Nasty bitch. I mean, first of all, for this show, it's supposed to be your mom that arouses you. Yeah. And I mean, how says normative of her to choose her patriarchal? Well, she is hard fucking core. Yeah. Without a doubt. No kidding. Gosh. She gets, she gets in there. She never plays games. Just when you think she can't shock us anymore. Yeah. And then she drops that knowledge. Oof. Isn't that bananas? Yeah. But you know, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. From a from a Freudian psychoanalysis perspective, yeah, because your father is your first your first love. Yeah, well, she you know right? she breaks it down. I mean, uh, this is um, somebody that's not new to our show. Right. Um, I always love that the Beethoven is prominently yeah. displayed behind her. It it really does offset any wacky stuff you say if you have like intelligent things behind you. I know. That's why I got to start doing for my uh, well. She has good taste. Yeah, she great. Yeah, yeah. No, she's really cool. I like her. Yeah, she has a lot of things going there. Um, she, <laughs> she has a lot of things going there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she has. Uh, like I said, she's not. She's not new to our show. Uh, we've we've featured her prominently before. Um, you may remember her. I have come all over my face. That's yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves his cum. Yeah. So, and she went on a cum strike. That's right. I've forgotten. How did that come strike end? Because guys kept wanting to come on her and all over her. Right. They were horrified 
if their own come touched themselves. So. And and did the strike work? Did she get a raise? I don't know. I mean, I watch CNN a lot, and right. I know that's kind of, you know, so maybe it's covered on Fox or maybe it's on BBC or something. I don't know. Right. But, um, so I don't know if it was ever covered, but I know that she did make a, a big thing about going on the come Well, strike. I know there's a writer's strike happening. Does it have anything to do I with the I think they averted strike? that. Oh, okay. so maybe they averted the two things together. I'm guessing because we didn't know how her her strike ended. That's true. Let me see if um, <laughs> any if news can, on it. Yeah, if CNN's I can pull up, got it. Uh, what, what what do we have here? Uh, but yeah, so she she was this. She's big on um, on talking, you know, in detail about. I think. Oh, here we go. Here we go. She could have had a career as a Muppet for so sure. So here's the thing. I think we should go on strike against cum. Cum strike. Cum. Yeah, we should go on a cum strike. But don't you think she, like, on Sesame Street, we were looking up the character, like, who does the voices of Cookie and Oscar. Like, I think she'd make a killer Muppet. She has a great voice for that. Yeah. 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 If she gives up cum, she should do that. I think we should go on strike against cum. A cum strike. We should go on strike against cum. I don't want to share my cookies. That's pretty right? good. And yeah. then they're like, you, ha- you have to share your cookies. I don't want to share my cookies. That's pretty good. I don't want to share my cum. Yeah. I've got this cup of cum and it's all mine. All the cum is in my balls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sticky cum for everyone. No. I'm going on a cum strike. Yeah. So Why now. Why would you go on a cum strike? Th- th- man, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you watch a lot of children's programming. I do. Um. No, scram. Yeah, scram. Oscar's our favorite right now. Oscar's awesome. Scram, see? Me and Slime. See how we integrate the fact <laughs> that we have a child that we're into, you know, we're a family show. We're a but family also, show, yeah. We discuss things that uh, appeal to adults like <laughs> cum strikes. Uh, Just because you become a mom and dad doesn't mean you have to be lame. Yeah. He loves his cum. So. He lo- As a mother, I'm offended by that. Uh-oh. Uh, Dad's what happened, to get mad Tom? About technology. <laughs> Dad's upset. Dad doesn't want to hear. I'm going on a cum strike. I'm going on a cum strike. <laughs> Oscar, so, would you like to join me on my cum strike? And Scram, I don't want to make lady. it to, to be like that we're piling. Like I'm not trying to make fun of this lady. It's just that she covers so many things outside of normal everyday coffee talk conversations. She really—that's her job. Yeah, she gets out there. So this is like. It, this is stuff that maybe we should be talking about, but we're not. You right. understand, Theo? They should put her on The View. Whoopee. But they don't have the balls. You know who does? Yeah. We do. Real show. Yeah. Do your incest fantasies <laughs> haunt you? Do you feel guilt or shame around them? Yes. Um, maybe you've never allowed yourself to have them. True. Because you think it would, you would be a horrible person if you ever went there. So it's all suppressed. Yeah. Wow. Does she have a PhD in psychoanalysis too? I don't know, but she's really this sex expert, right? Because she, yeah. she's written books on it. She's definitely experienced a lot of it. Yeah. Incest fantasies are normal. Okay. I first learned this from Betty Dotson's book, Sex for One. And when I read her book in my late 40s and she wrote about incest fantasies, I was repulsed. I'll be honest. The idea... Of of approaching the subject is terrifying. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like, oh, yeah, I totally, I get it. Like, you're yeah. supposed to feel ooky. It's right. Not, it's not a good topic. And 
if those fantasies do exist, I think yeah. the mind does a good job of shelving them pretty deep. In other <laughs> words, like it's not something that's on the forefront all the time, you know? No, but it, like again, I feel like it makes total sense. When you think about it, your mother is your very first sensual, and I don't mean right. sexual, sen- like sense. Right. You you literally Embrace have her tit. You're sucking yeah. her boobs yeah. for life in the morning, in the yeah. morning, in the beginning of your life. So it makes sense that that's your first sensual experience, not yeah. necessarily sexual, but stimulating. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, uh, it's so fucking deep, dude. And then your mother's probably the first one that's like, "Who's your owner?" Yeah. Who's your owner? Yeah, and you kind of go for it. Wow, but then would you marry your mom? I mean, marrying your mom whole other thing. is totally different. It's just, you know. It's just like the gays. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so then, And then a couple years later, I actually, when I was masturbating, went oh through everyone God. in my family to see who aroused me. Oof. I tried my father, my mother, yeah. my children, my grandparents, my cousins. Grandparents, my siblings, nasty as hell. The only one who aroused me was my father. <sighs> Do you think you your granddad? I thought would this get was a hard? special clip for you, by the way. For me, well, just because you know you're a woman, she's a woman, her father maybe. <laughs> well, I was taking it for the grandparents. I know that you you have some pretty sexy granddad fantasies, don't you? I like that her approach to it though was like, I'm going to start masturbating and then go through the Rolodex. Like, who turns me on? Who turns me on? Yeah, that's how she. It's just, it's... It's different. It's it's uh, brave. Yeah, I'm not sure I need to go there. Like that, like you said, that's kind of one of those things that you can totally repress your whole life and be fine. Yeah. Like, there's some things you don't need to go into. No, no. I'm, I'm totally cool with well, not... Well, hopefully we'll explore it today. <laughs> that was, for me, that was the only one that turned me on. Her like, turned fantasizing you on. about my boys did not, or my mother, or anybody Thankfully. else. But... Yeah. Um, I allowed myself, I didn't judge my fantasy. I just went with it because it was arousing to me. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, what is this fantasy teaching me? Nothing. I like that she's exploring. Ask them, will you ever date your mom? (laughs) Oscar, do you ever have any sexual fantasies about your dad? Nah, get out of here. Scram. (laughs) And what it showed me and what it does for men who I will play with, mommy fucking. Oh, for Christ's sake. It involves love. The incest fantasy is about having sex with someone who loves you. Oh. And who you feel love for. Is that what that's about? It could be. Great possibility. Yeah, that is a good one. (laughs) Is that, is that, I'm going to ask my therapist about that because she's a Freudian psychoanalyst. Well, now that she uh, breaks it down that way, does that change it at all for you? No. But if you, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I was still horrified. Like, I'm still on the Rolodex scene. I'm not here. Fantasy is tied to having sex with somebody that really loves you. Oh, like love. Yeah. 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 That's the maternal, the paternal. Right. Thing. And now can you masturbate to your dad? Right, right, right. Got you. Okay. Oh, is that what we're trying to do? That's we're trying to I'm get trying me? To, yeah, it's trying, <laughs> trying to get you into the same mindset. Oh, okay. No, it's still not. Let's keep working. No, 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 please, no. No, no, I don't need but to. After, I'm glad I allowed that fantasy because yeah. now it no longer turns me on. Like oh. it was just a step on my sexual evolution. Yeah. Because I think all of our fantasies teach us something. No, and thanks. so repressing them just stops the sexual evolution i believe so wait do you but in all seriousness do you believe this do you believe that perhaps 
she is very sexually evolved. Absolutely. Yeah. I think anybody that can go to the dark side of their force and yeah. come out of it. Here's the thing. I repress so much shit. Like I yeah. am a fucking vault of dark thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm a comedian. I see a shrink once a week. Like the darkness is so deep in me. Yeah. I can't, I can't go here. That's why I love shit like this. She yeah. goes there and I can make fun of her. Right. Like you know we're I mean? poking at her. We're having a good laugh. Yeah. But truthfully. Yeah. She's actually very sexually she's evolved. She's way more evolved than yeah, me. Yeah. And I, I can't stand it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so threatened by it. Sharzad, that's her name. Thanks, dude. It's all love, girl. <laughs> you just blew our minds again, dude. Yeah, you did. Damn. Uh, that's not possible, by the way. Very hard to phase us on the show. <laughs> Let's yeah, say that. No. Very little, like, rattles our cages. And sometimes <laughs> things are just fun to learn. Oh, like, no. This what I showed you last oh, night. <laughs> no, I don't like this one. Why not? Jim's normal routine was after he kills someone, is he would go upstairs and lay down and take a nap. <laughs> I mean, it was like a aphrodisiac farm or taking a Valium. He was just nice and relaxed. And for the next couple of weeks, he was nice <laughs> and relaxed. It was just like a stress relief. And then you could see it build up in him again. But uh, yeah. killing people uh, relaxed him. Yeah. That's uh, Kevin Weeks. He was part of the Winter Hill Gang. He ran with James Whitey Bulger. Your hero. um, (laughs) No. Um, So I was watching this documentary on bodyguards. And so they have different um, bodyguards, different uh, worlds of being a bodyguard. In other words, they have entertainer, like Justin Bieber's bodyguard. They had Nelson Mandela, one of his bodyguards. So you have like entertainer, you have a head of state. And then this is. You mean a soccer player? Was it Nelson Mandela? Nelson, the hockey player. <laughs> hockey that's player, right. Yeah. The uh, great, great hockey player. Uh, he did so much for On the hockey. Blue Jays? Um, uh, I forget what team. The Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs. Yes. Yeah. He really paved the way for so many great <laughs> hockey players. Um, but then they had this guy, Kevin Weeks, who I've seen in other documentaries. Yeah. And so he was, uh, he was like muscle for uh, Whitey Bulger. Yeah. And so also a really neat guy. Who? Like Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Well, just kind of positive, like Tony Robbins yeah. telling people what to do. Yeah, he's a real piece of work. Affecting the world with love. But then he's telling these stories about all these different murders they committed. Oh, God. And then he tells this part where he's like, and then, you know, his usual routine was he would kill someone and then just go take a nap. <laughs> and he's like, and then he was just cool for weeks. Like you could yeah. see that he was like, like killing people really relaxed him. Yeah. That was um I know that you've been high on this clip for days. I know because it's so crazy. And it is yeah. It's so crazy. And, I, and also yeah. I also love that I play it for you before that, bed. That's what I was gonna you say. You have this thing where you're like, stop <laughs> showing me these things before I go to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean we were well, I showed you something that you told me it, it was in your dream the next day. You're like, it fucked up my whole dream. Of course. The thing is you and I were having fun. Like yeah. we were le- playing, we were yeah. laying in bed, petting yeah. the dogs, just well, giggling we laughing, like yeah. schoolgirls. That's why I was like, Oh, I gotta show you this funny right. thing. Right. And then you ruin the moment. You're like, oh, hold on, hold on. Speaking of which, I have a really funny clip to show you. And then you turn on the, sh- the show and I was like, dude, I'm about to go to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to hear about murder and how this guy like likes killing people and it makes him sleep. He was just nice and relaxed. And for the next couple of weeks, he was nice and relaxed. It was just like a stress relief. And then you could see it build up in him again. But uh, yeah. killing people uh, relaxed him. I think watching documentaries about people kill people relaxes you. <laughs> It makes me laugh. <laughs> what what part of that like brings you so much joy? It's so crazy. That's why you like it's having just, your mind blown before bed. Is that is that what it is? It's just so crazy. I here's the thing. 
inappropriate behavior, inappropriate things said is a huge, mind-blowing laugh escape for me. So like somebody saying, like the lady saying, kiss my pussy in the bank. Of course. Yeah. I always make me laugh. Well, we have a whole show dedicated I to know. inappropriateness. But for some reason, um, murdering because people. Because it's, so, it's so, like to killing. hear somebody talk about it this way is so far removed from how you should talk about it. Yeah. So that's why it makes me laugh. Like if it was somebody saying it in the way that you, like if this guy was scared or talking about how scared he it would it wouldn't register as, um, it's funny the way that he's talking. Like he's talking about it, like, like he's talking about. I don't know, like wildlife. No, or I get it. I think the clip is actually very amusing. Yeah, it is, but it's also really disturbing. So what it I, is disturbing. what I'm not hearing from you is like, yeah, that was funny. It's really, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm not sensing the empathetic sort of and oh, how tragic that he's killing people. Well, because and, if if we yeah. go into if you if you shift it. Uh, 30 seconds earlier where they're talking about the graphic details of the murder, I don't find that funny because they show Okay, good. No, that's person. all I need. That's all I need. Yeah, that's all no, I need. That's all that's I need. That's not funny. Okay, good. As but long as funny you feel... for a guy to describe his... his it is funny. One of his yes, close it is. friends. And he's like, it really relaxed him. I get and it. And you can see that actually he doesn't register... That it's absurd. Right. That's no, the funnier it. part. It seems yeah. like he would take a nap. I, you know what I think it is with these murder shows? Yeah. Is that you consume them the way most people consume comedies or sitcoms. I don't like watching comedies. Right. Neither do I. Very seldom do I enjoy yeah. a comedy. But you consume them at such a high rate. Like it's, yeah. It really is your favorite thing. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Does it upset you that I don't share your enthusiasm for murder and no. killing? Can I tell you, though, my really, the thing is, I, I'm completely convinced that everybody, all of us who consume any type of either books, movies, TV shows, what we all like are stories. Mm-hmm. That that's the universal thing. It's right. a story. There's only like six stories. Right. So the thing that I like about crime Archetypes shows... Archetypes and whatnot. But the crime show, what I like is... I like the stories involved in a crime show. I like that somebody does something, and then I like the path of the people hunting that person down, getting the... Like, I like that whole story. So you like it when the murderer gets caught. Does that I do, give you I, joy? Or, or do you side with the killer, and no, you're like, I hope he gets away with this? No, no, but I want... I want if, if it's a good <laughs> crime story, you want him to almost get away with it. Otherwise, it's boring what's the point yeah you doesn't want get him, you hard enough yeah you want them you want him to i mean look at all the great crime movies or, or stories it's that you know he misleads the investigators he leaves a clue they think they have him he gets away i mean that's what makes right. those stories exciting okay look i'm not you know yeah i'm not saying anything i just just curious it's, but also i mean fun thing for you in my past i don't do any more but when i used to kill people it was just very relaxing too. yes it's very nice you take a nap after oh yeah i mean the idea that somebody can take a nap after that yeah. is insane sociopath yeah, of course. Yeah, sociopath. But that's why it's like it's jarring to hear about. It it does it gives Most them a charge. Kill somebody and, if they did. Yeah. The the last thing they would be able to do is take a nap. Right. You know? you know, I my stepfather is dead now and my mother's dead so I can talk about them I think. Yeah. Uh my stepdad was a sociopath as well and I know that it gave him a lot of joy to stab somebody's tires. Right, but not stab people. Not people. No, no, he didn't kill people that yeah. I know of. Now, it did give him a thrill to do wacky stuff like that, but it wouldn't put him to sleep. It would just give him a charge. Like yeah. he actually got excited. It was it was like the yeah, it was like snowflakes. It was happiness for him. And my mom, both they love to conspire and and you know, get 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 one over yeah. on someone. These now, guys, killing's a different. These but guys I, killed a lot of people. I know. They're kind of scumbags. Kind of? <laughs> yeah. They killed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I want to say that, you know, the original count against Bolger and his crew was like 19. That you know of, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's who knows they, what that's the... That's what they were petting, putting on him. That's but. banana. That guy's a real psycho. Fuck yeah. Well, I is. mean, I saw Johnny Depp's version of him in that movie. He was good. He was really good. He's always good, right? Yeah. Johnny Depp's a really good actor. Black Mass. Not about Shaq's asshole. It's about, <laughs> it's about what Black Mass. Yeah, that's what so it's called. so nasty, isn't nasty it? Nasty as hell, man. Yeah, Black Mass does sound like a, like a beehole that's covered in yeah. brown. It's a lot. It's chocolatey shit. It's yeah. dark chocolate. Mm. Pretty crazy, man. Yeah, well, neat. So can we get to finally your weekend, oh, how your life is? My God, it was, uh, it's been a, it's a long journey. All Next up, Next up. Brown Talk. 
Brown talk coming up. You've been warned. So if you're listening in your cubicle, guys, yeah, time to put the headphones know. on. But don't worry. This is not like, I want to tell people because they hear that and they're like, oh, God. You know, some people are like, are you just going to just tell me you took? No. What happened was I got it's a, sick. It's a story. It's guys. a story. So don't, this is not just about a fart or something. You know, this is a, this is a real story. It's got some dignity. I did something you're definitely going to make fun of me for, but I thought I did it. In, you know, there's always jokes about buying sushi from <laughs> wherever. I bought sushi from Whole Foods. Whole Farts. I was there picking up some, some things. I was a single dad. You, you left town. <laughs> so I did a single dad run. Nanny was here watching the boy. I, I run to the store and I go, I got to get things for breakfast and lunch tomorrow. So I get, you know, the usual stuff, his milk and his, some fruit, some eggs, this and that. And when I'm there, um, I had worked out. I had worked out like an hour before, so I'm hungry. Right. But uh, I'm thinking about cooking and, and it's, it's like that split you second decision. Cook. Yeah, I go, I'm tired. Yeah. just want to have something quick. What can I get that's going to satiate me? but also, you know, kind of healthy. So as I'm walking through, Whole Foods has that the little sushi. There's a chef there. Like What make, day of the week is this? This is uh, Thursday. Okay. So I'm like, you know, and yeah, it is later in the day. So yeah, stuff's probably been made for a while. Well, I, I grab, just know the Anthony Bourdain rule, like you don't want to order sushi on a Sunday because the fish markets close on, yeah. what day is it? I think they buy their fish know. on a Monday. That's probably right. But Some I, you shit know. like that. I don't fucking remember. So... Fucking, I go, fucking, fucking, I go, okay. I look at it. Okay. I get salmon sashimi. You're not pronouncing it right. Salmon sashimi. Right. It's like six pieces. What color was it? No, that looked fine. That was totally fine. My sciatica is It's got the brown spots. It's perfect. So (laughs) I grab that. Real white, real brown. I grab some tuna and then I'm like. Sashimi? Yeah. And then I go, I'm going to need something else. And then there's seared albacore. Okay. So, and that's on rice. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll have like a couple bites with rice, a couple. That's how we, we do sushi. You don't, you don't want to yeah. eat too much rice. So anyways, I grab that. Right. I, I run home. I put away the groceries. I start, I open these three things. Yeah. I wolf down the salmon. I take a couple bites of tuna. And then I open that seared albacore. And the first one, I take a bite with rice, right? Okay. And I go back and I have another piece of like salmon or whatever and then tuna. And then I go, I, I remember I noticed that like that rice ball's too big. So I take, a, I take it, the <coughs> seared albacore right. off of it. I'm like, I don't want to have too much rice. And as I take a bite of it, I'm like, it just tastes fishy. Which is a no-no. It's a no-no. In sushi. Yeah, it, if you don't it, eat sushi, it, it like, shouldn't taste it sounds fishy. silly, but like... If, if it smells like typical, like when you go, oh, it smells like a fish market, like fish. Yeah. Or like Fifo's not, mouth. Yeah, like your dog's mouth. <laughs> that's not what you want. So I have like half a bite in and I'm like, it's just, I'm just not feeling it, man. Yeah. You know, but I'm not putting together, you know, everything yet. I'm just like, I'm just not digging this. Well, and also you're a bear yeah. and bears just put everything in their mouth. If, if it's like a beehive with a bee swarming and stinging his mouth, he doesn't notice the bee stinging. You, you've put like molten hot pizza in your mouth. Right. You chew through, you chew through the pain. But so, but this is also a pretty You, you big chew deal through here. the smells too. I don't eat anymore. Really? Yeah. No, I stop. Yeah. So, so I have basically so that's good. one and a half pieces of what, cause I just go like, I don't, I'm not digging it. It doesn't, doesn't smell right. Doesn't taste good. So anyways, 
That's all I have. Okay. I don't know. 30, 40 minutes later, I shoot uh, a, a water hose <laughs> out of my ass. See? But I go, that's, you know. That's normal for you. Well, no, I just go like, <laughs> the, I don't think of it as, oh, this is serious. I just think like, that didn't settle right. Because I don't feel sick. I just feel like this is, you know, that was bad. Something was bad, but I don't feel like it's the next level bad. In Can other it, words, yes, yeah. sometimes you eat something, it doesn't agree with it's you. It's just out. It's out and it passes. Can I tell you, as an emetophobe, yeah. somebody who has a severe phobia of vomiting, yeah. what you did, like, first of all, I won't even eat whole food sushi. Have you ever seen me do it? No. I know. I, because I, I'm, in a meta, I, I'm so terrified of vomiting. Number two, whenever I choose an item of food that's out... This is going to sound crazy, but this is one of my crazy food phobia things. I always choose the item that's farthest back. Put your you always put your hand put it there. Yeah, they put the the oldest shit in the front. Yeah. So whenever I choose eggs, milk, yeah. uh, chicken, rotisserie chicken, always go for the back, dude, because yeah. those are the freshies. That's the fresh shit. The dry shit's in the front, dude. I bet you, well, Chris. I bet you picked the fucking first one, huh? No, I don't remember how I picked it, <sighs> but I do remember this nasty. Um, don't eat that shit again. The next morning I woke up and I was like, Ugh. I don't remember. Wait, how many shits did you make after this? Just one. But it was water. Yeah, it was bad. It was a seven. Yeah. Okay. I, so I ended up having the full fucking Bristol stool chart <laughs> uh, over the next few days. But yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, it was fucking water. So that was, a, yeah, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. So, I'm just trying to do the shit lock and we're doing an autopsy on it. The next morning I wake up and I have this basically, you, you've heard I'm sure people talk about the the coffee that has like grass fed butter and MCT oil, and basically it it's um it's it's richer, but it's it you get like good fats, and it's it's almost like a meal replacement, also you know. And anyways, I have just that for breakfast, right? After seven diarrhea, which well, no, but yeah, but the seven is fucking. I don't know, man, like 12 hours earlier and I feel fine. I I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel sick. But you're probably a little dehydrated. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I have that and it it satiates you. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not eating other foods and I don't feel like I need food right away. You know, it all makes sense now after you were doing it this way. I I know what happened. I'm with the boy. I feel fine. He has breakfast. A few hours later, I don't know. Oh, we, you know, I take him to the park. He has some snacks. Uh, ha- he has lunch. Then I have an avocado, mm. um, like as a kind of midday snack. Then um, a couple hours after that, Nanny comes over, right? So now it's like two in the afternoon. So I've been with him all eight hours already. But you haven't eaten M- Like a real meal. solid. That's yet. why. Yeah, I know. And so. that's why you, you were confused about where you got the poisoning from. Yeah, because I haven't really... so eaten anything else to push out the jams. Right. So yeah. then... It's getting, like I said, it's around two and I'm like, now I'm getting hungry, but I also don't want to, you know, I have like things that I eat, things that I don't eat. Right. So right. I have this like, uh, keto, like fuel pack where I, I, I eat that just to, it has like some calories, some fat, and then I go work out, but I make note, like I never do this, but when I go to the trainer, I go, I got to tell you, like, I feel white. And I also am very tired. I've been up since six and it's two and I haven't stopped. So like I said, it's, it is eight hours Mm -hmm. that I've been going and I'm like, I'm just really tired. I'm really tired. So the trainer's like, you know, why don't we, I've never asked for that. Just like, why don't we like amend some things? You knew something was up. I knew something was up and I go, and I, and I hesitated to say something. 
because I don't want to be like, we take it easy on me today. Yeah. But I go, like, but you I'm should, just, but you should like, what's the shame in the game? No, it's just of like, like, it's just hey. not normally how I do it. Right, so I, I just know. go, I just go, I think I should. And, and she was hundred percent was like, oh, we'll just, uh, we'll do lower intensity. But you know, so, you know, even through the workout, like it was all right. I didn't feel great, but I didn't feel sick. I just didn't feel great. And yeah. I thought I was just really tired, which I also was. And you probably were, you know, low on electrolytes. Yeah. You didn't drink exactly. enough. Exactly. You like, dehydrated yourself totally. further with coffee. You didn't eat enough. And I, go, I told and her, I go, out. I'm dehydrated. And I didn't eat right today. Yeah. And I'm tired. And I haven't, you know, I've been, yeah. so I've been with my kid for eight hours. I'm, I'm Lunacy. Yeah. So. Speaking of water, where's yours? It's right here. I've been actually drinking it. I'm the oh. actual one who's been drinking. So. Oh, okay. I get home. And the night before, I had also, when I was at Whole Farts, I bought a steak and I seasoned it and I was like, oh, I'll eat it after I work out. Right. So I get the grill ready. At this point, I'm actually hungry, but you know, you got to wait for your coals to turn. So it's like kind of waiting more to eat, which is like annoying me. Yeah. I finally throw that thing on uh, like around, I don't know, probably 445. I'm eating by whatever, let's say five o'clock I'm eating. So um, I eat about half of it and then I go, okay, I don't want the other half. No, that's not like you. Um, you felt full quickly. Yeah. That's as, that's another thing is that when you, when you're sick, food yeah. sick, you feel fuller. Yeah. Your stomach's like creating yeah, yeah. mucus and shit. Yeah. Or whatever it's doing. It's telling you, stop eating fatty. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're about to get sick. I know. I know. So then the other thing is then I started to have indigestion. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like I go, yeah. you know, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, it? Why yeah, do I have yeah, indigestion? Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. Um, and then I get to the point where, so now it's like around seven or something where I'm like, you know what? Because uh, I'm pretty much <laughs> not just like sugar free, but starch and carb free. Right. Like I don't eat bread or pasta or anything, but I'm getting that feeling where like I have to put some starch in me. Well, look, I'm when, feel. when you're sick, I know, but I'm saying, I don't know diets. I'm there yet. Oh, okay. so I'm like, that's what I'm trying to, but your diarrhea, that wasn't enough for you to know 20 hours earlier once. Right. That's not a big deal. I mean, that's, it's gone. Like, but usually one bout of diarrhea and I'm like, I have to have toast. I oh, have no. to put some starch in. Cause me. it doesn't that's feel like that at the time. It just feels, oh. it, it goes and it's fine. So yeah. now I'm like, I got to eat something in my stomach to feel normal. Right. So I make it. I do make a toast. I put some peanut butter on it. I eat it. I don't feel great. Like mm. afterwards, I'm like, oh fuck, I still don't feel good. I, I keep burping. Yeah. I, have, I have all this indigestion. I have a spot at the store. Mm. So, uh, Nanny looks at me and she goes, "You look really tired." And I go, "Thank I you." I love when she does yes. that. I go, "I am." I go, "I don't want to go do this show right now, but I have to," you know, because I still I'm not like sick sick. I just don't feel up to it. I go to the store. It's really fun. Shows are show there is really fun. Great, great night out. Great, but as soon as I'm done, I go. I gotta go home, man. I get home. I still have indigestion. I have another toast. Mm. I still don't feel good after I eat it. Um, I go to bed. I have all this weird stomach feeling going mm. to bed. Not pain. Mm. It's just like anxious and weird feeling in my stomach. You know, mm. I, I can't explain it. It just doesn't. It feels uneasy. Like it doesn't, it's just, I don't feel relaxed. I don't know what's going on. I, I wake up a few times throughout the night. No problems. Like I don't go to the bathroom. I just, I just don't feel good. Yeah. In the morning, I wake up 
and like within 30 minutes the floodgates are open yeah and i'm just going and i'm with him alone i'm with the boy <laughs> That's alone the worst and I'm like trying to take care of them, feed them, yeah. play with them, and enter- keep them entertained. And I'm going like two, three, four, five times. So that's when yeah. I realized like, oh, I got like something in me now. Yeah. So I finally, I text her because you're gone. Yeah. And I go, is there any way you can come sooner? Because I don't feel like I can keep doing both. She gets back to me after a while. And she's like, yeah, I'll get there as soon as I can. And then I just go, go, I don't know, probably total of eight or nine times in an hour and a half or something. I'm so wiped after that, that when she gets to the house, I sleep, and this is like mid to late morning. I sleep four straight hours, right? Just completely passed out. And then of course I wake up like I feel dead. I don't have any energy. So I I have some toast after a little while, water. And then after a while after that, you know, you start to kind of feel like, okay, I'm getting better now. I mean, not to eat crazy or anything, but like you start eating, you know, a cracker, a little bite of banana or something. And then the scale changes. I start to have like, like a five. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I'm like, oh, I, I have low energy, but I guess I'm better now. I eat something normal and I'm like back to like six. Mm. And like it takes another 24 hours to feel like today I feel like I'm 85% normal. Yeah. It takes three to four days. Yeah. For Deroya. But I got straight up sushi poisoned. food poison. Now, the good thing is you didn't eat a lot of that. Was it albacore that was fishy a bite smelling? And a half, yeah. But that, because raw pieces. fish, that shit will take if you. If I had down. eaten, if I had four, if I was like, who cares and just eaten the six? <clears throat> you would be in the hospital. Can I tell you too, the panic that you put into me, you texted me Saturday morning as I'm coming home from Fartnick's and you go, I have a stomach bug. And to yeah. someone that has a or phobia. I, I bug and I should have said food poisoning. Yeah. And, and to me who has a severe phobia of vomiting, yeah. my world starts to fucking spin. I'm I like, know. oh, what am I going to do? Can I go to a hotel? How do I not get near him? I, I have to fortify myself. Like I fucking lose my mind. I know. Oh, I hate it so much when that, uh, that's the scare. So anyways. And thank uh, God you didn't have a, f- a fucking stomach flu. I'd be, oh, I know. I swear we haven't had one knock on wood yet with a boy. It's going to, it's going to, it's happening. Of course. I'm, I'm just going to check myself into the hotel. Sorry. See you later. No, I understand. I know. I, I know that's your issue. It. Um, <laughs> order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets some backlash some feedback i should say over last week's personality um, debate 
That wasn't even a debate. You know, I I have a feeling you you coerced people. I'm Not just saying all. I Not it didn't all. feel genuine, you know? Not at all. Hey mommies, I'm listening to the podcast. You guys are talking about personalities, how friendly or curt people are at airports. Toronto is known as the screw face capital of the world. <laughs> We're not openly aggressive to you, but we never make small talk. During Caribana, uh, a huge West Indian festival, we get a lot of people from New York coming across the border. I've talked to a few of them. They all mention the same thing. Toronto is as friendly as a brick to your face. I had no idea I about this. I disagree. I've had nothing yeah. but wonderful experiences in Toronto. And this is Anton from Toronto. Okay, so he's talking about just... Okay. Uh, Personality. Maybe it's your personality, yeah. Twan. Uh, hey, mommies. I'm a little behind on the podcast. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm certainly something about my butthole. P.S. I'm team Christina. Finally. For the better personality. Yeah. I'll no, be. I was not paid, but I have some student <coughs> loan debt if you are offering. Thanks, Aubrey. I guess she wants you to pay her now for saying that. <laughs> okay. Thank you, um, Aubrey. Let's see. Check here. is in the mail. Uh, hey, mommies, another one here. Love you, jeans. Mommy Tina is the water and personality champ for it. sure. Mommy Tom showboats, but he's stronger, yep. but she's stronger in both categories. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Here's one. Hey, Hitlers, my wife and I were able to glass <laughs> main Mommy Tina and Fartnix last night, May mm-hmm. 4th. I have never seen Tommy Buns live or met him in person, but I still feel <laughs> I am more than qualified to put an end to the personality champ, water champ debate. First off, when Jean was on stage, if she wasn't saying something hilarious, she had a bottle of water to her lips, and she had throat opened fully, like a chubby ASU sorority sister thank for you. maximum non-Yorkie sippage. After the show, thank she you. ran to the front lobby to show off her shiny personality to all the adoring <laughs> fans. She took the time to show a genuine interest in every person. As I approached the mother goddess herself, I got thank a little you. nervous... And the feeling can only be described as how a young preteen German boy probably felt meeting Hitler for the first time. <laughs> Jesus. But she immediately put yeah. my nerves to rest. <laughs> yep. She was genuine in her thanks yep. for us coming to the show. This email should put to rest all the arguing over who it the does. water champ and the personality champ is. I don't want to hear anything more on these subjects as I have put them to bed. That's Jeremy Zimzer. Thank you, Jeremy Zimzer. I, you know what? Thank you. That's it. That's that's the debate. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really fun to do shows. Um, and then there's always like one drunk mommy when you walk out on stage. She goes, yeah. hey, Hitler. Yeah. And then the people who don't know that yeah. stuff are like. I'm experiencing a, a few more than one, <laughs> just so you know. It's, it's a bit of a thing now. Tommy boy. What's up, brother? It's Joe Rogan. Hey, dude. I heard you're having some kind of a contest. With uh, Christina, like you guys are having a competition to see who has the best personality, which was no. crazy when I heard it. Cause no. I didn't even know she had a personality. <laughs> I mean, she's a really funny comedian and everything like that. But like, I barely even know when she's talking. It's so weird. <laughs> yep. You guys would have a competition about this. Uh, obviously, you've got a way better personality. I mean, you have a personality. Um, but you know, my advice to you, though, is to like humor her, you know, like <laughs> pretend that she has a good personality because like she's the mom of your kid. Right. You know good point, Jack. Anyway, brother, uh, hope all's well. Uh, let's get together and uh, do some guy shit later. So ridiculous. Anyways, yeah, you clearly influenced that no, voicemail. That's kind of random that that Joe would just call like that. Yeah, it's kind of rando. Oh, you think so? 
Yeah, my favorite was... Hey, uh, it's Mary Lynn, Rice Cub. Um, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I just, obviously, Christina's a really good friend of mine, and being a woman, and, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff together, and, and I feel very close to her. Very good friend and of yours. so, you know, having said that, it's, it's clear that, and, well, it's not clear, but... I also, you know, I've been around Tom a lot, and <laughs> you know, you have because I know Christina so well, Tom is just personality-wise. Like, if I were to <laughs> say personalities overall, <laughs> um, and I think Christina would agree with this, she's just, um, she's very up and down, and I think <laughs> Tom, uh, my experience of you is that you're very even keel, and you um, are very me- measured you're very logical. Yep. Okay. You know, you're very cool-headed. Yep. And you're also really cool. Yep. You know, like, you're just <laughs> cool. You're cool to be around. You don't have, like, so many issues. What a, what a traitor. Um, so. Big fan. Tom does have the better personality. But I'm just saying that <laughs> generally. Like, generally. not that I hang out with you. Another. She's not going to um, hang out with you. you do you hear that? better personality. Okay. Yeah. But wow. That's, that's one of your friends, Marilyn Rice. It's like a very good friend of mine. Very talented actress. Yeah. Uh, very talented comedian. Yeah. And, you know, someone who I've always enjoyed being around. Huh. Definitely a bigger fan of me. I, don't, I didn't even know you guys hung out. When are you yeah. hanging? Talk to her. At the uh, store? I saw her at the store. Yeah. Thursday night. Talk. It's interesting that, I mean, she came over I'm like when we moved in here a few times, but, yeah. you know. Well, I'm I'm just floored at the the lever, level of traitorship here. Yeah, we got Shauna, my BFF, Mary Lynn, my BFF. It's yeah. just crazy, Joe. Joe, yeah. I mean, that's that's preposterous that he would chime in on this. You've spent a decent amount of time with him. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. He, he, he doesn't. Even, he doesn't even think you're alive. <laughs> Joe made it real clear. He did. Yeah. Gosh, I'm gonna have to ask him about this. Yeah, you'll see him. Devastating. You should tell him. I will. I'm gonna let him know. It's ridiculous. But I mean, a lot of people are, you know, I mean, yeah, we're getting emails from whoever, but not like, whoever. The mommies, the fans of this show who listen to us hours, 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 and unanimously after my shows in Fartnix, I had lines of people telling me how much better my personality was and how much more water I drink. Hi, Hitler. I used to oh, masturbate shit. to Christina Pajewski when oh, she was on nice. MTV. Thank you. So this is hard to say. Mm. I feel like Tom's personality okay. can only prop hers up so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beyond the beautiful repaired cleft palate, Christina may glow on stage. <laughs> but on the podcast, she is a lighter shade brown. <gasps> I feel like Christina could stay on camera, but maybe mute her and have oh, a personality God. double on the mic, like Charo, Fran Drescher, Phyllis Diller, or William Hickey. Just a suggestion. I feel like that would take your podcast to the next level. So Thanks, rude. Gene. Jeff. Thanks, Gene. Yeah. Singular. So. That is so rude, Jeff. I don't, I don't, now this one, I don't even like you anymore. I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh, no. Maybe brace yourself. Just get comfortable. Is this a celebrity one, too? No, it's just like, it's just people weighing in. People? People call. Who's it, my dad? I already yeah, know he uh, hates me. <laughs> Is my I actually, mom? I actually thought about yeah. that. Is my mom back from the grave to disapprove <laughs> of me some more? <laughs> I get it. You don't like hey, me. Tom, uh, no. It's Burns. Uh, I've been meaning to call you for the last couple of days, Sarah Burns. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I keep kind of overthinking it. <laughs> You've known her twenty years. Not yeah. calling you, and I'll tell you the truth. The 
the second I heard your voicemail, my first thought was, I'm going to say, please don't tell Christina I called, but I would never <laughs> want to have a secret between you and me that didn't include her. She's dear friend. Um, yeah. I love Christina. I've known yeah. her for a really long time, and yeah. Uh, yeah. she's close. Yeah. She's more than a friend to me. And yeah. She's, Sisters. But I feel kind of compelled to call because um, mm. I've been listening to the podcast, and mm. I just, I want, well, before I say anything, I just want to say that Christina, she's, she's like, a, I don't know what a sister's like if I'm an only child, but, there you, you know, go. she's, yeah. she's bigger than that to me, and wow. she's, yeah. She's so generous with me. Yeah. She's, um, I buy her stuff all the time. Gifts, little yeah. gifts that I don't even expect to get for no reason at all. And she yeah. always, she's been there for some very tough times for me and been a very, very good, un, unjudgmental or non-judgmental or unjudging friend to me. And Jesus. I sometimes feel like I'm one of the crazier people she probably knows, but she doesn't make me feel that way when I'm talking to her. That's great. And I'm a great person. Great friend. I feel really bad saying this <laughs> because she's always been so funny and so pretty. She's like, I'd say she's my prettiest friend. And she just, I mean, she's the first person in my life that I ever just went up to. It's true. And up. It's true. And for a cigarette. And uh, we became friends, and I was dressed like a total dork. It wasn't even cool, and I was just, like, I didn't even see. I just saw this person's going to be my friend. So in, in college, she just walked up to you? Yeah, that's how we met Sarah Burns. Um, Shauna, who also called into this show, uh, who you filled her head with lies. Uh, yeah, she walked up to us in San Francisco, and we, and we just became friends, literally. Just, hey, really? do you have a cigarette? And I, we never meet people that way. Yeah. And so you and you and Shauna were together. We we're walking together. We were walking to PFM, the name of the cafeteria back then. And we yeah. walked up. We see Burns. She's wearing uh, denim overalls. This is like the 90s. I think I've seen that picture of her. Yeah, dude. Room. That's exactly is right. Is that the day you met her That's in that the picture? Day. No, no, no. She wore those oh, overalls okay. on. And uh, we, I saw her and I remember going, oh, that chick's fucking cool. Like she looked all crazy and cool like we did because we were yeah. goth, you know? And I was like, this chick's weird too. Let's go Whoa. talk. Let's, I want to talk to this weird chick. Yeah. She came out to us. Hey, hi. What's up? Do you have a cigarette? And then... That's it. We walked to the cafeteria together, and the three of us were BFFs since then. And that oh. was 1994, and that's how long we've been friends. Damn. Isn't wonder, that crazy? Yeah, I wonder who she likes more. <laughs> she is my friend, and she's like my best friend. Yeah. And when she, she, she found you, I was so happy for her. And I just felt like she's going to get it together, and she's going to be happy. And Tom's gonna help because you come in, you come into a room, and it's just like you're so funny, and you're just like <laughs> Christina is so funny. You guys together are like I, I like can't keep up with you guys. It's just like she's really suffering. You're cool when I'm and you're calm, and you're. Yep. I'm so glad I know you, and I'm so glad you married Christina. Yeah. So you've got a better personality than her. <laughs> and I, I think we all know this. Burns. 
we all know this. I don't want you guys to fight about it because you guys are so good together. How yeah. dare you, Sarah? Hmm. And your child is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And this petty shit has got to stop. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry to interfere. Um, I love you guys. And oh, this is Burns, by the way. Uh, Traitor. Hmm. I can't I'll believe I'll see you guys soon. Oh. Not after hmm. that, Sarah. Is she out? She's done. She's dead to me. Sarah really? Burns uh, was in uh, Big Little Lies recently. Yeah. She's Enlightened, been on uh, I love you, man. How to Get Away with movie. Murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scandal? She's in that, is she in that one, too? I don't know. Uh, she did that uh, the second season She does Drunk History, you know. No, Sarah what's that? Drunk uh, History, hot, Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, yes, she, yes. She that. That's her. She's just, that was the last thing. I don't know if it's out yet, though. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm usually proud of such my, both my accomplished friends, Mary Lynn uh, and Sarah, yeah. but not anymore. I'm going to so have to rethink those friendships and Joe, for that matter. Wow. I like how Joe's like, does she even have a personality? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are people just speaking from the heart. Right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, Sarah's, that was. You that, see she, how emotional she got? She excru- it was excruciating That was for hard her. for her to say the truth. Yeah. yeah. The truth. Yeah. It was really how hard. How much did you pay my friends? Nothing. Nothing. I just, it, it just, it hurts. <gasps> There's a Midwest. I love it. Tina Mommy, you got the... Uh, God, it looks good on me, though. John and Kate hair. Not so far from the road rules haircut I had. Not that far. Yeah. There's just a little cool thing on top there in the back. Yeah, because Alan gave me that cut back in the day, yeah. and it was the exact front, but not that spiky Would you shit. do that hair again or no? Road rules hair? Yeah. No, I'm not cute enough. What do you mean you're not cute I enough? mean, you got to be 20 to have that cute-ass haircut. Really? Not as a 40... No, 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 no. You got to be young and cute. I remember that when that show blew up, John and Kate, I'm talking about. Yes, not road rules, definitely. As somebody with little interest in women's fashion, every time I saw her, I'd be like, the fuck is up with that lady's hair? <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. She really she really trademarked that haircut. She that did. is the Midwestern mom. Yeah. And her outfits were just super Kmarty, like yeah. super khaki. I understand shorts, the sports. I mean, she had eight children. Yeah, she ain't got time for that. But shit. the hair was inexcusable. Inexcusable, terrible. And also a haircut that's like, stay away from my vagina. Uh, Stop uh, fucking me. Patrick made this, by the oh, way. Oh, very. Thank you. Very yeah. nice. Thank you, Patrick. Very nice. That is a haircut that does repel penises. The, yeah. The oh, only yeah. reason you get that is to be like. Knock it off. Somebody said this is overwhelming evidence. Oh, God. That you're go. not the main mommy. <laughs> That's not. It's uh, an old ass picture. Yeah. And guess what? There's only one person in this group not wearing jeans. Look at this. Denim. Guys, denim. Denim. This denim, is 1990. Denim. And this here's is... you. No denim. <laughs> this is such a weird time those late 90s where beautiful women wore really baggy pants such a waste of eye candy That's thank right, you victor, victor. yeah <laughs> and jonathan's supposed to this see photo evidence <laughs> tina can't be main mommy. she's the only one not wearing jeans how do you know i'm not wearing jeans under those cargo pants what are you really i'm wearing denim underwear you ever thought about that jesus you don't even know what the fuck i got wow that's really something can we talk about our uh, our romantic shower this morning, yeah, yeah. It was big progress from the hobo shower. <laughs> the, well, the infamous hobo shower. Uh, that was foul. Gosh, that was over a year ago. No, yeah, was, was. it a year ago? Mm-hmm. We lived in that old house. We lived in the other house. Yeah. So the hobo shower, you came in 
you started peeing and it smelled like coffee, coffee. like a pot of coffee, just pure coffee. Yeah. And that's when the dehydration thing started. Cause I'm sure. like, dude, do you even drink water? Because yeah. it's hours then since I'd coffee and spread the cheeks. Yeah. Clean that. <laughs> yeah. Burped blue snot rockets. Yeah. Um, Feel like I maybe farted. Of course you did. And then I don't know if there was burps. Else. Burps, yeah, maybe. It was, it was really sexy. And you know what? Uh, funny is that we haven't showered together since. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. And yeah. this morning, you were in the shower before me, and I thought, why not try to spice things up? Yeah, romantic, you know, time. Nanny's here. I get in the shower with you. And I start, you know, grabbing your cheeks, playing with you, whatever, playfulness, yeah. trying to make a nice romantic married moment. And you started blowing your nose. Yeah. This is, like, I'm trying to like, hey, let's be playful. Maybe this will I go was somewhere. What, I was maybe, playful. I know you're still sick, so I'm not going to force anything here. I was playful. But then you started to blow your nose. In the shower. In your though. hand, yeah. in the shower. Right. And then the part that's really special with you is that your beard collects all your boogers. <laughs> so it's not like the boogers end up on the shower floor. They're all in your beard. <laughs> then, it's not okay. Then I rinsed it off of No, you beard. don't because you can't see the but boogers. I keep rinsing until yeah, but, it goes away. Yeah, but you, I had to keep telling you there's still boogers in your beard. There's still boogers in your beard. And then you kept... <laughs> Rinsing and rinsing. I go, I'm going to so, throw up. Get out of my fucking face. I had to kick you out. And then you go, and then you, and then you made me wash your asshole. Remember? Oh I yeah. Go, that me. was kind of neat. So I washed your b-hole like I do Ellis. Yeah. And your beans and stuff. But then you. That's, I consider that <laughs> super progress, by the way. For what? For so the ultimate goal of you playing with my b-hole because I no. got you. Yeah. Cause I got you to kind of. Run your finger along it a little bit, you know. Oh my god, you guys are so disgusting! You, I had no. you soap up the crack a little bit, and you did it very cursory. Kind of, of course, of, I'm not getting. But in I wanted there you to really get in there, like I do for my son. Yeah, but for you, there's so much hair. I know that I couldn't find the beehole if I wanted because it's covered. There's a real wall of yeah, hair. I know in your crack. So I, I need that that butthole washer that we have. Yeah, I'm kind of. Um, kind of on board with the waxing now because yeah right yeah i, I think it's too much it. hair honestly. maybe maybe make an appointment for me will you as a present sure for my 40th 41st birthday yeah <laughs> for my birthday Get my butthole wax you can wax your asshole yeah it's bad tom i know there's a yeah. lot of hair i know i didn't realize until i put my hand in there today i was so i was like dude there's so it's so much hair so much hair but thanks again for um Blowing your nose in the shower, that was really special. I didn't piss, I didn't fart, and I didn't burp. That's big progress. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll notice it's been a year since we showered together. So make it, think about next year what's going to happen. <laughs> next year would be great. A year later. Yeah. We'll do another one next year. Oh, man. One of the symptoms I had before uh, I was discovered with Crohn's disease. It's interesting. Well, let's just say um, I knew something didn't feel right down there. You know, in the crotchety, crotchety, crotchal, crotchal area. And uh, anyway, uh, in mid-P, midstream, I hear a very strange sound. Oh, no. Okay, that emanated from my... um, my, my penis uh, and the sound 
I, the only way to, to describe this, is, let me just demonstrate. I'm peeing, I'm peeing, I'm peeing, I'm peeing. Everything's fine. I'm peeing. I'm peeing. Pee. I'm like, the fuck was that? Out of your pee hole? Yeah. Damn. So I stopped peeing for a second, you know. Damn. And uh, I don't know what to do. I was like almost afraid to start peeing again. But now I'm starting to burn, you know, because if you stop yourself mid-pee... It's uncomfortable. Imagine that. And uh, he wasn't even sure yet, though, but yeah. What you doing, homie? You ta- you, you're taking a, a fart. piss, homie. So Damn. I start letting little droplets out. And then I get at the confidence to let that stream flow again. It starts to flow again. My son. Have your dick hole? I mean, <laughs> I freaked out. Yeah. And, uh,. Because this sound sounded like a it sounded like a fart. It sounded like a fart. A fart <laughs> sound was coming from my penis. That's bananas. Never even heard of that. Well, fart sounds come out of vaginas. That's different though, because air is getting pushed into there. Yeah. How do you fart out of your penis? Well, it's kind of normal for us, so I can't really. Right, but you understand why that air is. Coming well, I out. know. There's how does the air get into your pee hole? But, but that's what we're exactly what I'm saying. This this Crazy. is so strange. Then I got up early the next morning to do my morning pee. Oh no! And then the same freaking thing happened. Oh same. Oh my god, dude! What the fuck, man! I was Poor guy. so scared. So I had to tell someone because I, what if it was a major medical problem? I don't know. So I went into my mom's bedroom and I uh, <clears throat> I tried to explain to her. That uh, after I pee, that there's a sound that comes out of my dick. And she asks, like, what kind of sounds? And I'm like, well, it kind of, well, it kind of sounds like a fart, ma. Jeez. Ask him, will you ever date your mom? (laughs) And she said, well, is that normal? I'm like, I I, I said, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's normal. I I mean, does God out of your dick? Farts through the penis. You ever hear of anyone farting through the penis? Oh, terrible. Ma, has anyone? She's like, I don't know. I don't have a penis. I have a vagina. I don't fart. You know what? I fart out of my vagina. So she said, you know, I, you know, maybe I'll, um, maybe I'll call Rick, you know, I'll call Ricky's mom. I'll ask if, if it happens to Rick was one of my friends. I'm like, no, 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 don't tell anyone. Yeah, of course. Don't tell Scott, my brother. Don't tell anybody. This is some crazy shit. By the way, as a kid, there's got to be nothing worse than confiding in a parent. And they're like, yep. I'll go call this other person yep. and tell them all about it. Yeah. That is the I remember so many conversations where I'd be like, can you fucking not tell anybody yeah. this? My mother did that to me constantly yeah. to the point where I stopped telling her things when That's I was what happens. 12. Yeah. Of course. I kept so many secrets because she would constantly backstep, tell everybody, tell my stepdad, tell my dad shit that I don't want people to know. It's a really bad thing to do as a parent. I know. It's really fucked up. I was really annoyed by that. I have yeah. a lot of empathy for this guy. Not cool. Scott, Scott, I just spoke to Todd, and I think he said he's farting through his penis. I said, I was wondering, Scott, do you, do you fart through your penis? Has oh that God. ever happened? Oh, is my that, God. Has that ever happened to you? What? Uh, I farting? No. Nobody farts through the penis. Fart through your asshole. Good point. Next thing I know, he comes running into our room. Todd, dude, you're farting through your dick. <laughs> 
Christ, this is my life. Poor yeah. guy. So it's Crohn's disease, huh? I guess, but I still don't know how that happens. Pre-diagnosis. He was farting through his dick. But how does so, that yeah, happen? I have no clue. It sounds bananas. The air has to find its way into, what, your bladder? I don't know. That's, I mean, a pocket of air has to. Either it goes in or there's air in your bladder that needs to come out. That's what I'm saying. Right. So either the air gets in or out. I well, don't know. Well, the air's not getting in. Into your dick hole. No, that's not happening. So oh, air somehow is seeping into his bladder. Oh, fucking A. It's man. terrifying. That's, yeah. Well, thanks for playing that. Yeah, no problem. Can we talk about... Fart through your asshole! <laughs> Let's talk about... Um, so, for the we haven't had uh, clocks on both of our <laughs> bedside tables. No, what happened was we, we lived in Redondo, and you had the alarm clock on your side of the bed, and yeah. I never had one on mine because... I didn't have an outlet near my nightstand. Right. And so I reasoned, my reasoning was, well, there's no outlet. I guess I can't have a clock on my nightstand. Right. Rather than getting a battery powered one, maybe. Oh, so stupid. So for years, I didn't have one on my side because I couldn't figure out how. And then we moved twice since Redondo. And then don't forget <laughs> that in the last place, we also had one charger for a phone on one side. <laughs> And then we sh- one day share. we had a breakthrough moment where we said, you know what? We could plug an extension cord and then there could be a, a plug for you on the other side. And yeah. we were like, wow, this is a really big moment. All right, the extension, the extension cord idea was, you know, there's no outlet there, but we could, we could put a power source there through an extension cord. It was a big, big breakthrough. It took yeah. us months and months to put this together. Yeah, what's wrong with us? And then that was a thing where we're like, oh, yeah, just because that thing's not there doesn't mean you can't figure out a way to make it work. This time, (laughs) I am constantly asking you what time it is. You see me leaning over to see the clock. I caught you at four in the morning. You went to take a piss and then you walked over to my side of the bed and leaned over me to look at my clock. And that's when it occurred to me. This I woke up that morning and I go, poor Tommy is walking to my side of the bed. I go, oh, I know. I'll buy him his own alarm his clock. own clock. <laughs> and guess what? I got it. <laughs> I can now tell the time on my side. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this? Take us? And you've been without a side clock for how long? I mean, we're coming up on... <laughs> I mean, in this home... What? It's, uh, Since November. Five, six, seven months or so. And, and then, then in the last place, another about, uh, close to a year. <laughs> going on two years where I don't get to see the time <laughs> at night. <laughs> when you want to know, is it midnight? Is it three? Is it six? <laughs> <laughs> right. And then before that, I live that way in Redondo. Count every like, night. What time is it? <laughs> And I wear a watch, but I, during the day, at night, yeah. you know, I, I like to take but it But then off. I remember in, in Redondo Beach going, why don't we put a clock on the wall so we right. can both see it from yeah. the bed? And yeah. then like that that theory just end. Like, what is wrong with us that we both... Die? It doesn't occur to us. Like, you, just for you know a few bucks, you can buy a fucking... We don't have the figure it out mentality. <laughs> <laughs> we have deal with it. You deal with what you got. <laughs> you just work around yeah. it. There's a workaround for that. God damn it. How does it feel though? Like th- last night was your first night being able to tell the time whenever you want. Yeah. Was that crazy? It was really cool. 
Like I knew what time I was going to bed. I was like, oh, it's all right. Going to bed now. And then you woke up in the morning and I go, Tom, what time is it? And you go, 6.20. Yep, I knew it. It was and awesome. you knew. It felt it's empowering. Oh, Hello no. and welcome oh, to shit. How to Create a Perceptual Map Using Excel. My name is Excel Jeff. Excel is the worst. Through the process the worst? I hate today. Excel. As an alternative, oh, I already fuck. have a free, ready-to-use Excel template. Which is There's nobody more arrogant than someone that's mastered Excel. Oh. They talk about it like, oh, you don't know how to make toast? You just fucking put the bread and you press the button. Dude, Excel is so hard. Yeah, and they, and they, they, uh. they like, I already showed you once. <laughs> God, you highlight and it's control L7. You got to uh, highlight the column and then it's the sum of all these things. You can make perceptual oh, maps shit. within minutes and that's available at perceptualmaps.com. Yeah, that's over cool. here. The first thing you need to do uh. is your Having diet. flashbacks. So you need a list of brands. Uh-huh. At least two attributes. Dude. Right. The attributes scored. Fuck off. And then if you want to, this is optional. Yeah. You can include a market uh, share. Well, it's definitely boring. So. <laughs> but you think they would have created a program more intuitive than Excel? Of because course. Excel is so counterintuitive. You have yep. to take a fucking class to learn how to do it. So how is that a useful program? It's so hard. It is. It's very hard. God, I, I almost fucking flunked that class every time i mean god when did they start teaching us um do you remember that when they started teaching us uh excel things college i was in college no and i had to learn it from my statistics class and my friend bronwyn was good at it so i paid her in beer to do my homework because i could not figure out excel by the way did you see this that uh Steven Seagal yes. has been banned. Of course. People have been sending this to me non-stop. Me yeah. The last time I asked the CIA <laughs> to provide me with people and answers, they gave me people and answers that answered my questions the way they wanted it to be answered. The Ukraine has banned <laughs> Steven Seagal as a national security threat, making him the latest of several cultural figures to be blacklisted. The Ukrainian security service said it had forbidden Seagal entry to the country for five years. Wow. In a letter published by the news site Apostrophe, the service's press secretary later confirmed the ban to other media. Letter said such a decision is made when a person has committed socially dangerous actions that contradict the interests of maintaining Ukraine's security. The move comes after the actor received citizenship in Russia, (laughs) which has backed separatists in a simmering conflict in eastern Ukraine. President Putin handed Seagal a Russian passport and told him (laughs) he hoped their personal relationship will remain and continue during a meeting in the Kremlin last year. So there you have it. Mr. Steven Seagal is no longer welcome in the Ukraine. That's a pretty big deal. I mean, I am the king of improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. I do forgive you. Good for the Ukraine. Yeah. Good thinking. Why why does he need Russian citizenship? I mean... Well, he's of Russian um, ethnic origin. Is he? Yeah. I had no idea. Well, then that uh, makes sense. Yeah, but it's also because I think it's a big part... The big part of it is that in certain parts of the world, 
he still feels like it's 1992. Yes, baby. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, Eastern Europe, they still uh, like old still shit. Like, yeah. oh fuck, man, you kick a lot of people's ass. Yeah, yeah. still get excited by him. Um, want to see yeah. this woman speaking of karate? Oh so, my god, yeah. Listen to this woman. Oh fuck! Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's a woman during a karate exhibit. Mm, she's feeling it. <laughs> no That's absurd. She's feeling that shit. <laughs> This is awesome. It's ridiculous. She's great. That is ridiculous. I hope she won. She Come deserved on. it. For that level? Why are you screaming like that? It's not necessary. It's bananas. <laughs> it doesn't, it's weird. They don't usually, tell you to scream like that. No. And usually, the, you know, the funny thing is, her screams don't align with the the point of impact. Ha, ha. Yeah, you're supposed to Usually go. Usually it's like ha, as you punch, ha, as you ha. as you move. Yeah. She's like screaming right before she moves. Yeah. It's very peculiar. Yeah. The timing's off. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. She's a crazy person. <laughs> See, she's not even screaming during the kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let's go, Sarah. All right, Sarah. You're fucking psycho. Rain it in, Sarah. This really looks like some bullshit, what she's doing, though. Most of these moves look really like some silly bullshit. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. All right, Sarah. Feeling like, it. that doesn't look like that could kick anybody's ass, what she huh. just did. No, I, you know... I don't know. I agree. It looks I, like fucking dance moves. I remember when I took Kung Fu and then they teach you like the, the dragons, whatever yeah. movements. You know, it's really just a, isn't yeah. it just like a dance move? You it, don't really fight saying. people like that. They just showed, I saw I mean, a video of a, like a traditionally trained MMA guy yeah. against some Kung Fu master. Oh, you don't want to see it. Really? Oh my God. The, the MMA guy just pummeled him yeah and it was like really bad it wasn't yeah. it wasn't cool not the, funny the like your murder guy stuff. was like you know trying to deflect some of it and the guy just beat him like they had to pull him off and they were Aww. like this guy's gonna die if you don't stop doing this Good he was a kung fu master you know yeah yeah, yeah that, that's no match for mma which is well like, i'm saying that well that's but the guy obviously got involved because he's like this makes sense let's see how these right, right, two right. schools of, of fight you know do against each other it was bananas it, yeah i mean the guy That's just scary. he punched through the guy's ridiculous deflections yeah and just fucking beat him beat him yeah beat yeah, him on yeah, the ground yeah, and yeah. just kept pummeling him and it's like um okay i think we know which is the better all right thank you <clears throat> you know you fart through your asshole you know what i mean yeah that's the whole point, I think. Yeah. Uh, dad boner. Oh. Uh, fishing. This can happen today. I can win this classic. That's ten pounds. I just made up my. I just made up my difference. That's a ten pounder, bro. Okay. Uh oh. God, Lord, thank you. I can win this. 
That's 10 pounds. I just made up the difference. Oh Mark Zona. Mark Zona. This one's for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. That's a dad boner. Yeah. But again, I feel like, you know, it makes sense why he's excited. Yeah. He was obviously fish. behind. Like, he's like, this is making, in other words, he probably caught something earlier. It wasn't as big. He won whatever competition he's in. Yeah. So, you know, I celebrate his dad boner reaction yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, I do too. I, I like those sporty glasses. Those are always a real dad fashion move. Yeah. And sexy, right? Definitely. The multicolored, shiny. With the rope? Oakley, only with the rope. Yeah. You got to have the rope. How's well, if it you're fishing, you got to have the rope. That's, yeah. why, that's why you wear them, you know? Because you're fishing? Yeah, because they could fall off. That's right. That's that's the rope. But I'm saying I like the dads who wear it just like. Walking around. In the airport. That's what I'm saying. It's also because he doesn't. Dad doesn't want to lose it, but <laughs> on the boat, it makes the most sense. Yeah, but it's cooler when you carry it off the boat. Certainly, I also like the dads who put the glasses in front of, like on their chest. Like yep. you wear them backwards, you let them hang. No, no I'm uh, sorry, you let them hang backwards on, on your the, back. Sorry, oh, yeah. on the back shirt. Yeah, yeah, like you. They tuck them into the back. You can collar. do that. Yeah, that's kind. Of, I wasn't even thinking. Or that. if you want to go to the Guy Fieri, that's you what I'm put saying. them on the back of your head. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Sunglasses facing backwards. Mm-hmm. Guy kind of patented that move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really sexy look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A real dad reaction right there. Seriously. Um, let's see here. Seriously, seriously. Uh, let's see, Guy. Fieri, you know, a douchebag. Sunglasses. Let's it's kind of weird. Like I, I don't have anything against Guy Fieri personally. No, of course not. But as an aesthetic, it's a really douchebag. Here it is. Aesthetic, right? About. Yeah, isn't it? Really it does. So see how? Yeah. He puts them on. That's crazy. The back of his yeah. Head. It's like he's like the poster boy for a douchebag. Just yeah. aesthetically. I mean, again, I don't know him as a person. Yeah. But the whole vibe is like I'm a fucking. I know. Like, it's weird, right? That he it's embraces the douchebag look. I think, you know, that's just who he is, right? And I, and also, here's the weird thing. When you want to talk about this, this whole thing has really worked for him. Yeah. No, he's that, he, he's really successful. I really mean, that's why successful. I'm not shitting on the guy. But as the look, the look is like, And I think, I don't know fuck. if this is true or not, but I heard, please tell me this is true. He has a car collection. Um... Where they're all like the same color? Uh, are they all fire? Like fire print? I'm sure he likes flames I on everything. I think they're all yellow. Yeah, bright. Yeah, it's like it's a real oh, attention-seeking man. color. Yeah, 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 yeah. He needs a lot of attention. Yeah. So here you see like an yeah, old Corvette, yeah. a more recent Corvette. There's a flames, like I said. Yeah, there's flames. He on needs this flames on everything. Jeep Wrangler. Looks like there's a Camaro back there. A big pickup. What is this here? Some Dodge, maybe. Yeah. Fire rose Look at this guy. Look at his car collection. I can't believe he makes that much money on that show. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, good for him. I mean, it's great. That's great. But man, what it. (sighs) It's totally him to have them all in yellow. Yeah, it's a douchebag. They're all yellow. Definitely. That's really weird, man. Really bizarre that he would have that many fucking yellow cars. Yeah. You'd think that like (sighs) one yellow would kind of be part it would be your collection right you'd be like i got one yellow yeah like you'd want to i mean you think you'd want to vary it just as to be like i've got a a red corvette i've got the yellow hummer i've got whatever 
What a fucking lunatic. Yeah, we should tell him how to collect his cars. We better. should tell him. It's up to us. I want you to start reaching out to Guy. And Can you please him. play the flight attendant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sent me this uh, audio file. This is, um, well, why don't you set it up? Well, I was flying back home from Fartnicks, and I noticed that the woman doing the rules, the FDA, whatever. Is that is right, FDA? <laughs> That's the Food Drug Administration. Yeah, FAA. FAA. <laughs> um, reading the rules, safety stuff. She was really mushy-mouthed and marbled, and she wasn't pronouncing the words. They all jumbled together, so I recorded her. And at it's first, like, really weird. sounds normal. Yeah. But then as you start listening, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, she's just kind of like, right. Yeah. Before assisting them with their masks, to use the mask until a crew member advises you that supplemental <laughs> oxygen is no longer needed. <laughs> oxygen in the lavatories are held in a plastic retainer clip. To use the mask, take the other mask out of its plastic retainer clip and breathe normally. This is normal. Yeah. Unlike the event of a waterline in your seatbelt cushion has been carefully designed as a flotation device to use it pulled up and take it right? to the nearest usable exit when exiting the aircraft with your arm to the shop. So I get to her. Yeah, I'll tell you what's going on here. This is my theory. <laughs> yeah. This bitch is sick of yeah. reading that thing. Yes. And yeah. she also knows by law she has to read it. Yeah. So her feeling is... Let me just get through this thing as fast as possible. Because right. she's not a slow... She, what she is doing is she's reading it really fast. Yeah. She's not stopping where sentences end no. or where commas she's are. She's over it. She's just like... <laughs> and so she's running through it. But also know? just like a really lazy talk. Yeah, like, right, 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 right. like, like, because you, you know what happens is like if she doesn't even pronounce some syllables, she still gets through it faster. Oh, yeah. First thing is like finish reading this <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> Infant life vests are located in the forward cabin in the event of a water line in your flight. It's an overing the adult with the infant life vest. No you pause. You refer to your safety information card. Stop there. New paragraph. A total of six emergency exits on board this aircraft that may north through it to enter it or service door directly across from it. Four additional emergency exits are located over the wings, mid-cabin, two on each side. Exit signs are already identified these exits. One zot zot. Down the aisle is emergency escape path finding. If we were to evacuate, follow those lights to the nearest exit. Keeping in mind an exit may be located behind you. By the way, we're also forgetting to mention she definitely has some vocal fry going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan and I have been together. Together for nearly three years. I will say. Regulations prohibit you from tampering with disabling or destroying the smoke detectors in our two laboratories. There's no smoking permitted on the American Fuck. <laughs> Because what happens is some of them. You can't understand her. I think some of them, it's their time to shine. In other words, they're right. performers. Yes. And they say exits are located. In above the wings, right. the rear and the front of the aircraft, take a moment now to look around and locate the nearest exit. And they 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 read it like they're yeah. they're reading. Copy, or the you know? Southwest will used to do the jokes like in the event of oh. a crash landing, of course there won't be one. <laughs> like that that dumb shit. I fucking hate the joke reading. I do too. I don't need to be entertained, but I do need you to enunciate. A little bit. I mean, that was just I've had a marbled mess. Next to me, go like, <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, I know. It's like a good they one. Really, really. And Southwest mess. used to really ham it up. I guess they stopped doing that. But uh, it yeah. used to be a lot funnier. No, they still do it. They they laugh and then. Uh, Remember, they throw the peanuts down the aisle when the plane is yep. on an incline. Turn off, and then they on. go turn off your cell phones, your blackberries, your blueberries, your strawberries. Yeah, that's a sad. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you hear people like that on yeah. the plane. Really, yeah. really laughing it up. That's yeah. right. That blueberry joke. That that left with the blackberry That's too when, bad. Whenever you're a comedian and you you have moments of self doubt, yeah. you're like, am am I, am I funny? Yes. Am I? Is it worth what I'm doing? Yeah. Go on one of those Southwest flights. <laughs> watch people laugh at those stupid fucking instructions yeah. that the flight attendant yeah, does, I know. and then you walk away like I'm one of the funniest fucking people in the world. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That'll give you all the confidence you need, right? To have somebody do a fucking uh, seatbelt joke about make sure if you don't know, I can come over and I'll right. click it on for you. You just pull like this. You, don't click it over your head. Click <laughs> it over your waist. <laughs> And you hear people like that on the plane. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm I think a fucking I genius. Yeah, I'm funnier than this. I'm Richard Pryor yeah. compared to this dummy. I got to interrupt real quick. A call just came in. Don't know what it says. Oh, no. But I feel like it's worth exploring. I think you're lying. No, I'm serious. I don't know what this is. I think I know what it is. Hey, Tom. It's, uh, it's Burns again. So uh, Burns. It's been kind of eating me up since I left you that message last I, um, you know, I've been thinking about it, and honestly, I don't. I haven't known you as long as Christina, so oh, this is Sarah Burns. Um, I haven't known her you as long as her, so, so like I've been thinking about it, and I'm like, well, I've known you for a couple years, and you've been very charming, and couple you know, years. You're, I think I love you, Tom, and you know, I'm, there's nobody in the world that's better suited for each other than you and Christina. And, okay. you know, I'm not knocking your personality, but I was like, wait a second, it's like <laughs> the law of averages, you know? I've known her for a million years, and yeah. she's been consistently amazing and awesome. Yeah. And she's been such a good friend to me. I can't call you up on the phone and tell you that you've got a better personality because Christina, she's like, she's so quick and she's so generous, and she's so bright and silly. And what is this? I buy her stuff. And sometimes she says stuff. I'm like, I wish my brain was like that. Yeah. So I'm calling because, well, I don't even like being in this position, honestly, because I feel like you know it's like very difficult. It's been very emotional. I left a message, and my first thought was like, shit, I should have just kept my mouth shut. And and then so okay, so I'm calling because I want to change. I want to change <gasps> yes. my vote. I, you, no. you yep. Christina has the better personality. Yes. And that's that. I knew it. I don't know. Actually. I knew it. No, I think, I think you have a better personality. Uh. <gasps> I don't know. This is so difficult. I just, <laughs> it's just, no, it's, it's Christina. <gasps> no, it's you. I don't know. I oh my God. Um, Burns. You've got a personality. Bye. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the worst. It's oh, great. She did have some doubt, though. That's got to feel good. Does she felt a little bit of doubt about What are you paying my friends? Not paying them anything. Don't even know them. Mary Lynn, especially. Mary Lynn, she heard about it. When I saw her at the store, she goes, Oh, uh, I heard about the the personality championship. She goes, your hands down. She did, she did not. She did. I'm going to have to do my research. She 100% said that. Whatever. I'm going to have to call these friends. Yep. 
that top dog laugh I love so much. His blonde joke laughs. Yeah. Does that bum you out that your dad thinks that stuff's so funny and you're like, you're oh. like the best working comic out oh, there? Please. And he's like, I love those blonde jokes, buddy. Course, <laughs> Meanwhile, impressive. his own son is like the best comedian. No, I'm not the, the best, world. but I, I uh, of course you are. No, but he, um, oh, of my course. God. But I had this conversation with people. I mean, we've talked about it, but I talk to other people all the time about how. I met with this great writer last week and he was telling me how he wrote, I don't want to divulge all these things, but basically he wrote an amazing episode of television Mm -hmm. that is really highly, you know, celebrated and it's really smart and really funny. And his dad was like, I don't even know what you're doing. (laughs) And his dad's a, his dad's a successful, smart guy, but in a totally different field. (laughs) Yeah. But then his dad told him about the Borat scene where he brings the poop down the stairs. He goes, now that's funny. (laughs) Right. Right. And he's like, you don't think that this like Emmy nominated thing I wrote? No. He was like, "Mm." no, but see, that's why you're in comedy. Yeah. Of course. Now, if your parents approved of you, yeah, you'd have n- there would be nothing compelling you to tell jokes to strangers and get that of approval. Course, of you got to get it somewhere. You got to get it. It, somewhere. It, it ain't from your folks. I know, I know, man. It's crazy. Right? You know, could you imagine who you would be if your mom and dad approved of you? You, we certainly wouldn't have this show. No, but why would you do it? There'd be no reason. Yeah. To to cultivate a personality, to go out there for fifteen years grinding now, week way, after week in the clubs. I know what makes my dad laugh. Yeah. So I can shape something. And I'm not talking about a blonde joke. I'm saying within my wheelhouse, I know what kind of thing would make him laugh. But every once in a while, I'll lob out a, I genuinely think this is funny. Let me see if you do think it's funny kind of thought. Never. No. Silence. Total silence. Yeah. And then like, I'll be like, do you, he goes, what? I go, never mind. I'll like I'll read them. I'll say I said this about this. What? Yeah. I go because he's like oh, yeah. So uh, I was talking to your mother, and he'll just I'm like wow, like it bombs so hard. Still, it just doesn't. It's not. It's never going to be the thing. It's never going to be it. Well, you know what? Thank God for it. Mm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the life we have today. Sure, of course. Thank God, our parents Gene, I got, don't approve. I got a big thing this weekend. I'm going back to Oregon. You got a bad bite? You got a bad bite this weekend. I'm going back to Oregon. Oregon, I think. Oregon, Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. That's a good one. Um, and I'm doing two shows in Blue Jean, otherwise known as Eugene. Go, go Ducks. Uh, Oregon. And then Portland. I'm back Portland. there. Portland. Uh, I believe the early shows, I know the early show in Portland is, is sold out at Revolution Hall. There's still tickets left to the Late Show, which I think is at 10.30, Revolution Hall, Saturday night. Uh, Eugene, Oregon, I'm there Friday night, and there are still tickets left to the Late Show. I'm there with Ryan Sicklesell Sickler. So if you want to come see us, (laughs) we're going to both be there. Um, All four shows. Additionally... I'm coming to Tucson, Arizona. Uh, that's Tucson. Then Reno, Nevada. Reno is what? Re, re, Chiho. Pijo. Pijo. Um, and then in Renal? Temecula, the Pachanga Casino. 
C macula. Um, and then I go, I'm in the deep, dirty. I'm in uh, Richmond, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Jeansboro, North Carolina, Assville, North Carolina, and Charlescom, good South Carolina. That was, that was suggested really a lot online. Uh, and then I also have... Oh, I'm coming to Montreal, Canada. Oh. I'm coming to Montreal right before I go to Wilmington, Delaware. And I also go to Hampton Beach and finally Balls and Whores, Maryland, Baltimore, the city that reads. Uh, then off to Australia. And of course, a live podcast with my blue jean on... Uh, August 20... What, Gene? I don't know. August 23rd. In addition to that, we have added two more live podcasts in Irvine on separate months. Spermvine. Spermvine. Separate months. Here's why. Uh, It's tough to make it go all the time, so we just added them a few months apart. We're doing one (coughs) July 9th. That's on sale now. And another one... We're doing it, uh, I'll click on this here, October, October 8th, which is obviously a long way away, but we've we've added them already. So July 9th and October 8th, there's 7 p.m. shows at the Irvine Improv. We're going to do a live podcast. I'm hiring sound engineers to come record. Yeah, you know, so, and that's another one that we're like, why don't we have a clock next to our bed? We should be hiring I, sound I know, that engineers. was a, well, we yeah. learned our lesson. We're doing so, it. Those will be, they'll sound a lot different than the last time, but also they will be a lot of fun to come to the live show. Um, Jean, Blue Jean? Jean, I am um, May 19th and 20th in Jew Dork Titties at Gotham Come On You Club. Mm-hmm. June 1st through 3rd, Denver, Momver? Dongver. Dongver at the Come Com Works, Comedy Works, downtown. Jesus. June 16th and 17th, Man Friend Disco at the Punch Rhine Comedy Club. Come see me. Tickets at thousandranch.com spelled out. Thank you for everybody who has already come see me. It's been really, really fun. You guys are very encouraging. Is that it? That's it. And then those live dates you said, you know what I'm saying? You feel me what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Go to thousandranch.com and buy some tickets to see those big, mushy purples. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he says mushy purples. Purples. And he He punches the P hard. Yeah, it's a good... Mushy big. purples. Um, so funny. This has been in my the thing here for a while. It says a weird MMA interview. I'm not okay. sure what's going on. I don't know the details, but we can watch whatever this is. Let's see. This is Dean, the President of Fan TV, and we're here at <laughs> Dragon House, and I'm here with Uh-oh. Matt Major. Okay, Matt looks maybe like <laughs> yeah. he should be 5150 or something. Right, and also non-binary. I prefer not to know anything about my opponent. Okay, I guess that's uh, what motivates you in uh, taking care of... Let me tell you what motivates me. You know what motivates me is staying in the dark tunnel. Okay. I stay in the dark tunnel because when you're in the darkness, you can't see shit anyway. So what fucking difference does it make (laughs) to know who this man is? Right, I get it. Uh, is that eyeshadow? It is. That's why I was thinking it might be a Zimzerze situation. So, um, <laughs> man, if uh, I don't know there. what your opponent's going to expect from you, I don't know what to expect from you. Uh, but what what school do you fight for, man? I fight in the dark tunnel. 
Dark tunnel, man. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's a good analysis. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to so take those I, I don't meds. know what to say, man. There's all kinds of stuff in the dark tunnel. Do you know what the? Do you know? Do you, yeah. Do you know what the beavers in the holes are? Zoinks! Uh, if this guy was reported of committing a horrific crime, it would not be that surprising, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you were a snake and you were in a tunnel in the hole, and a big fat beaver came in there. With two buck sharp teeth. Uh-huh. You were there with your slithery ass. Right. <laughs> you think you're going to make it out of there? I don't think so, man. I'm the beaver in a hole. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's a chemical imbalance. See how much funnier, though, Kevin Weeks is talking about taking a nap? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Because this is not... See, he's not aware of his world. Right. You got to stay grounded for it to be funny. True. He need to have one foot in the door of reality. So how do you see this fight ending? It's not that I see an ending. I don't ever want it to end. Oh, gee. All I want is for it to begin. Look at this guy smiling. Yeah, because he's fucking terrified. Yeah. I don't know nothing about this guy either right now, so it's kind of a scary thing. So, uh, yeah. What's your prediction? My prediction. Oh, dear Christ. Don't ask any more questions. The rapture. Oh, Christ. Okay. That's what I predict. I predict that the vampire aliens are going to get in the middle of this whole thing. Because yeah. they're going to be like, we don't want the priory of Zion. Okay. Well, interview's over. I am the reason for it all. I'm the reason why Silva sat his ass down. <laughs> he doesn't want to burn in hell. <laughs> He's either acting. No. Say, humble your ass, motherfucker. No, boo-boo. Any last words? <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> That's hilarious. A lot of people don't want to give me an opportunity, man. Aww. A lot of people. They're fucking afraid. I don't know why. Well, I'm, a, I'm a bit scared myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so Matt Major, Bellator fighter, uh, reputation of one of the strangest men. See, can't tell if it's a performance or if he's genuinely this strange. Um, I want to see if since the time this has happened... If um, anything with this guy, I mean, I don't know anything about him. Matt, let's see. Major MMA. Seems real. Seems real. I don't know. Hmm. The eyeshadow is a nice touch, too. Yeah. I, Maybe yeah, he is eyeshadow. acting. Is it like, I'm the crazy That's what I'm saying. Like, thing? he could be playing a role, you know? Possibly. Interesting choice. Uh, well, it does say this interview with homeless MMA fighter is really oh, weird. Homeless. Okay. There you go. So, fucking A, man. Say no more. Matt Major, not actually Have crazy. you been reading the posts on our Nextdoor app about the homeless guy? And his undercarriage? Yeah, yeah. By the bank. The white people around here Dude. are real freaked out by him. Yeah, and it's... By the way, that Nextdoor thing, someone got me onto that. It's super fucking just racially motivated. People are yeah. just like... There's a black guy yeah, I know. driving. I know. It's kind of depressing when you start, like, because you, what they do is they build up and then you can, like, see them and they're always like, saw brownish guy. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Either that or it's really benign. Like, yeah. the raccoons are eating the trash in my yard. Yeah, can yeah. anybody help with the raccoons? Anybody having trouble with the wind? Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. it's always Did you windy. hear the siren? 
But then there was that really funny one that you shared. Remember? Yeah, the, black guy. Yeah. A black guy wrote, he's like, uh, I'm new in the neighborhood. I am black. If you see me walking around, I like to get fresh air from time to time. Yeah. No need to post. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good one, dude. Yeah, because they'll be like, <laughs> there was a guy sitting in his car and yeah. uh, not doing anything, but he was black. Just a heads up. <laughs> Just a heads up. Yeah. There is a dark one in the neighborhood. It, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll try to make it sound like they're not being scared. Yeah. But they'll be like, uh, African-American males were just driving and then not even doing anything. They're just driving. <laughs> just, I don't know if anybody's seen them, but they're in a white car and they're just driving. You're like, what's the story though? Yeah. Did they drove? Yes. Yeah, it's silly. It's yeah. silliness. There's nothing going on, guys, yeah. in the neighborhood. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. Nothing to report. All right. All right, Gene. We should run. J-E-A-N-S. No S. It's singular now. That's right. It is. Uh, Do you want to hear... I think we already did Chinese Eyes. British accent. Yeah. That song. That's that's yesterday's news. Got any coming? Those farts? I think we played that one. You Nasty by DJ... Huh. I don't know. There's a bunch of songs, but I don't know which one's been played. Hmm. Uh... Push's theme. Oh my god! What's Push's theme? I don't know That's that you. One. Yeah, I'm Push. You want to hear that? Yeah. Uh, all right. Push's push. theme. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to go to your mom's house podcast dot com, uh, thousandranch dot com. Oh, check out the vlog. Oh yeah, yeah. A blue band posted a behind the scenes. He did a really good job. Oh, it's fantastic. Vlog of the last of those Irvine shows we did a couple months ago. And um, it's really cool. He did a really Behind great the job. scenes. You get to see how we get ready, what we do before and after shows. Yoshi, yeah. a special interview with him. It's really good. It's on the uh, YouTube. Site, amaze. It's on the YouTube's page. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Meow. All right. Wow. Amen. Is that what they say? They're church. Wow. I didn't remember that from Catholic school. God is real. God blesses a nigga. God is real. God blesses a nigga. God is real. God is real. God blesses a nigga. Nigga. That's crazy talk. That is crazy talk. That is crazy talk. God blesses a big words. They love to, to chatter yeah, on yeah. the screen. Take me a second. I didn't make it up. That's what he's saying.